welcome back to another exciting episode of What About Now? What About Now? The Hurricane yeah, Edition. Hurricane Edition. And strangely enough, the guy that lives in Florida isn't the one at risk. Yeah, I'm not terribly at risk. Um, if no. you listen to my mother, we should all cower in our in our safe room because death is imminent. But, uh, you know, as, as long-time listeners recall, I live in the Baltimore area, and I think we're going to... We're gonna, we're gonna squeak through. We're gonna squeak on by with just a D, as Spicoli would say. You know? Oh wow, that's that's good. Yeah, but but the big question is, just in case, are you hunkered down? It's too early to hunker down. It's never too early to hunker down, sir. Never too early. You want me to, like live in a state of perpetual hunker hunkeredness? Is that what you're saying? Because that seems I'm I'm pretty much hmm. hunkered down every June to November. Hmm. So- <laughs> Uh, June and November. Well, this is, we're in September. We're, oh, today's 9-11. Um, I, I, I can't really say happy anniversary because that's not the appropriate thing you say. What does, no. what does one say? What do you say? You say it's, um, it's 9-11, it's, it's time to remember. Is that what you say? Yeah, sure. Um, you don't really say um, any of those things. Uh, you just... It's, oh, it's, you say, just, oh, it's 9-11. Boy, didn't that day suck, um, 17 years ago. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Um, I think it's the event that ruined everything in this country. So, I think that's the I've, event. That's the event that ruined everything, really. Uh, I, th- I look at the events of nine eleven and I see how we got here, where we're at right now. To me, it's directly because of nine eleven. You don't. You know what? You don't think that uh, day in November of twenty sixteen is a day that ruined everything? Uh, <laughs> no, I think he's a symptom of the problem. Oh man, the the, the, the the problem the problem, Trump is a problem. I'm not trying to diminish Trump, but Trump is a problem. But Trump isn't the problem. He is a symptom. What is the the question becomes what causes eighty percent of the Republican Party to follow Trump? But I saw today that his approval rating is now like thirty six percent. So we're going that's, in the right direction. That is among everybody, but the Republicans. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 30, 36% of, of everybody, which is good. You know, any time we can start dipping him down into the 30s, that's great. But it's still the Republican Party, an entire, the, one of our two major parties in this country, is fully in his camp. That's not because he's a great public speaker. We've gone through this before. There's something, there's something seriously wrong. It's, and and Trump's, Trump's the symptom. He's not the cause. And I think... A lot of it can be traced back to 9/11 and the fear that we felt that day, and I think there's certain members of our our our, our community now now because I think it's more that that was the fear of again so again Americans I'm generalizing but like Americans fear brown people, whether it's the brown people who from the other part of the world the Middle East or the brown people that are. You know, as I'm quoting Trump, you know, all the murderers and rapists are sneaking over border. Yeah. But let's look at this. You know, these are the maybe it's, you know, painting with a broad brush, but the Republicans fear the brown people, or maybe the the Trump voters fear the brown people. Yeah, I I think that's a big part of it. Um, I think there's other parts that, that make where we're at today problematic. I think we'd be in a lot better shape financially and things would have taken off a little bit better uh 
if we what's, hadn't what? had wars that we were endlessly paying for. Um, yeah, but the thing that's going on right now is just the hyper-partisanship. It's like the left hates the right, the right hates the left. And how can you trace that back to 9-11? I think it traces back to um, AM talk radio and Fox News and just the constant news cycle of propaganda being thrown over the airwaves. And So, so are you saying that the... Uh, the the end of the fairness doctrine uh, is a bigger event to where we're at socially than 9-11? Well, that depends. Um, that would depend on it, if, if I actually knew what the fairness doctrine was. You'd have to... Of course I know, but explain to our listener what the fairness <laughs> doctrine is. Um, I think it was repealed in... I want to say it was the late 80s under Reagan. I think it was like 87, 88. It was like equal time or something? In yeah, the yeah. It basically said that uh, uh, contrasting points of view had to have like equal time and stuff like that. And it had to be kind of presented in a fair and balanced. Uh, get that. Ooh, going to get us sued. Watch it. <laughs> but uh, what about, doesn't it go before Fox News? What about like Rush Limbaugh? Just the constant... Yeah. Drone, yeah. droning on about how the other side sucks. I mean, like, uh. yeah, that's exactly that's and that started it. Started with and I, you know what? Oh my goodness! I think we have a complete disagreement here because what happened during nine eleven? The country came together, left and right came together. Every congressman stood and I don't know. This was a giant. Remember, there was a giant group hug on the steps of of uh, the capital. So I actually completely disagree and say 9-11 brought yeah, us together. Lasted, albeit about, very briefly. That lasted two, for two about days. six minutes. But yeah. But just just take a look at all the Ooh. things that have that have happened after 9-11 in this in this in this century. Like I said, the economic collapse which uh, you know paying for uh, two wars exacerbated greatly. Um, warrantless wiretaps, uh, you know, the Patriot Act all these things that came after 9-11 that's really and I, and I eroded Ooh. this country. I, I, and I had children, so like, you know, that's a, a pox on humanity. <laughs> not because I don't love my children, but, you know. It's I'm just, not taking this to the personal life level. I'm just talking <laughs> national no, I love my children. My children are wonderful, but I'm saying. I don't know if humanity as a whole is better I don't, off. I don't it's, just, think, it's early. It's too early to tell. <laughs> I don't think the nation as a whole is, is bemoaning the fact that you've had kids. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh, is this yeah. a good segue to talk about how um, I went for a vasectomy consultation? Is it too early for that? Uh, no, it's never too early to talk about your vasectomy. <laughs> um, no, there's the we didn't. Act, I didn't actually have the vasectomy. I just had a little giggle because I went for the consultation, and then we scheduled a vasectomy. But the thing I have to mention is that when you go in there and they ex- they want to explain to you how it works, they play a little video for you. It's like on a, it was on an iPad or whatever. It's like this little five minute video. It's, it, for the most part, it's, you know, it's, it's informative and serious and useful. But then they get to the, there was two key points that I noticed in this video. One of them was to say, after you have your vasectomy, there are certain activities you cannot do for a week. You can't go to the gym. You can't do any heavy lifting, and absolutely no bull riding allowed whatsoever. No bull riding. That was in their video. No bull riding. I think that's a deal breaker. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's not what they're worried about breaking. Let me tell you. <laughs> but 
At what? Like, I, I guess we got the video that was also for like the Texas and the Oklahoma vasectomy offices. Because like, <laughs> no bull riding. Ser- like, was this was this video made in like the early eighties after like Urban Cowboy came out and there was a whole bull riding craze? <laughs> They, they had to put it there. You know, there was something that happened. Like, one guy in Texas, he had a vasectomy, and then he did some bull riding, and then he sued, because he's like, you didn't tell, you didn't tell me you I couldn't me go I couldn't bull riding. go bull riding. <laughs> so, I shit you not, the video had absolutely no bull riding for a week. Like, a guy got a vasectomy and saw Urban Cowboy in the same day, and it just <laughs> fucked him up. Ah, uh, but, uh, and the only other funny thing was that <coughs> there, there was something that caught my attention. It's, you know, like, anytime you have surgery, they say, well... Be on the lookout for some complications like, you know, discharge, redness, or swelling, or if you have a fever. You know, if anything's, any of these things happen, then you need to call a doctor. But the way they phrased it was, if your scrotum swells up to be larger than an orange. Not the size of an orange. Mm-hmm. Larger than an orange. So it's like... Are they telling me that my balls will swell up to be like the size of an orange and that that's okay? <laughs> like, or like I'm having this giant, this horrible swelling. And I'm like, well, that seems more like a tangelo, maybe a tangerine. So I think I'm okay. <laughs> if your balls swell up to be larger than the size of an orange. Now I know everybody, every guy who's listening to this, like, what are you talking about? They're, my balls are normally, you know, the size of grapefruit, right? Yeah. Okay. All joking aside, if your balls swell up to be larger than the orange, you're like gonna be in the, some like, have a serious yeah, panic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want halo oranges in your in your ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that that was the only little fun. Um, doctors usually have no sense of humor because I see all these things and I start giggling. I notice these really absurd things, but uh, so anyway, so the consultation I have it on the schedule for. Uh, I think it's sometime in November. Yeah, we got this on the schedule for November. So that's it. TBD. To be determined how it turns out. <laughs> Boy, I, I want I want I want you to record while you're having it done. Can you do that for us? Uh, no, I think we're not going to do that. Because <laughs> mostly I, mean, I don't want to distract the doctor. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. That, this is that. This is very important for him. Now, it is a him, correct? This doctor. It it is a him, and also I yes. requested, um, I requested something like late in the day. So like he hasn't had his like, he just hasn't had his like morning cup of coffee and his hands all jittery. Yeah. What if he wants I to, want go him play to be nice, relaxing? He's in a rush to finish. Ooh, yeah. So no coffee. <laughs> There's always a downside. I want him to be like, not caffeinated. To be not in a hurry. What if he's what if he's just so fed up and he goes, if I see one more pair of balls today, I'm just gonna slice them right off, and then you come walking through the door. Hi, how you doing, Doc? Ah! <laughs> <sighs> uh. Yeah, let's let's think positive, positive thinking, positivity. But positivity. Uh, so we got that we got that scheduled, yes. So. Well, I I have some exciting news. Ooh, super exciting news. Ooh! I binged watched a TV show that I had fallen behind on, and I found oh, wait, a show wait, wait, wait. Don't tell I me! Don't tell much. me! No, no, no! Okay. Let me guess. Is it The Walking Dead? No. Ooh! I get two more guesses. Yes. Um, were you behind on Better Call Saul? I have not seen this season yet. Um, so yes, I am behind. Um, but, but that was not, not it. That was not it either. Uh oh! 
Okay, so I got one more guess. Have we talked about this before? We have mentioned this show before, yes. Huh. I mean, is it a Star Trek related show or? Sort of. Sort of. What the? What the? the, the either yes or no. There's no sort of. Um, it, it, there is. There is a sort of. If it's not officially a Star Trek show. Uh, how long? I wonder how long I can hold that note for. I don't know. It's just, just whatever. <laughs> Star Trek Discovery. Long enough to lose I, our last listener. <laughs> Jeez. And just to point out to your wife, that was not in fact a belch. <laughs> I have no idea. I give up. You've stumped me. I uh, watched The Orville last week. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. I didn't. I didn't even know you were watching it to begin with. But so, how is it? Uh, oh, I, I hadn't watched it. I was going to watch it, and I never got around to it, and I decided last week to sit down and watch it, because it's only, I think it's like 12, 12, 12 episodes long, I think. Um, so it was it was pretty easy to watch that within a few days. Uh, it, it was really good. <laughs> it was it was really good. It is very much... It's like much, a dramedy, right? It, yeah, yeah. It, it's, got, it's got a lot of typical... Uh, Seth MacFarlane humor in it, so if you like his humor, which is great, find, yeah, yeah, you'll find a lot of that. I mean, it even Absolutely. has it even has Norm Macdonald uh, doing the voice of a gelatinous blob. Uh, so cool. that's he's not he's a he's a recurring character, so he's not a regular. He's a recurring character. Um, it is super duper duper love letter to the original and next generation of Star Trek. I think cool. those are the two it it, it follows closest. Um, it even has had uh, a, a couple of Star Trek alumni uh, be involved with it. Um, Jonathan Frakes directed an episode. Um, and uh, I'm, guess, I'm guessing that uh, Nichelle Williams probably... Sorry, what did I say? Nichelle Nichols. Sorry. Michelle Williams. Close. Nichelle Nichols is probably not going to be on there. Did you hear about her? Yeah, I know. She has dementia. It's, it's awful. Dementia. Sad. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw her just a couple years ago, and she was, I know, I she know. was looking frail, but I, I got to see her. She she seemed together, but, you know. Uh, and um, even, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Robert Picardo was in an episode. Uh, he played uh, the holographic the, doctor on Voyager. Thank so, you. Thank okay. you. You really... I hope that you're, you're telling that to the the listeners because I actually knew that Ricardo Robert Ricardo also played the cowboy in inner space and yes, he played yes. he had a cameo in the beginning of back to school do you know that one I did not recall him being in back to school after right at the beginning where um, Ronnie Dangerfield walks in the kitchen and some guy is making out with his wife and he's like I was oh. looking for a uh, napkin he's like what uh, under his dress uh, under her dress oh. that was Robert Ricardo okay Wow! After. Yeah, yeah. You can so you can take your little explanation. He was the holographic doctor in Voyager, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to touch that nerd cred, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so um, it's 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 very good. Um, I'll tell you the things about that I like about it, and one thing that an, uh, annoys me a little bit about it. Things I like about it are, um, like I said, it's very similar to, um. Uh, Star Trek in some of the way it does its episode themes like we've already had a courtroom episode which was always big in Star Trek from the original series through throughout right you always had a courtroom and then you know the court trial data or whatever exactly exactly Uh, there was a couple in the original generation as well Um, it's it's done a lot of it does pretty well with the social commentary using social comedy commentary to um to address 
contemporary issues, you know, uh, in a science fiction setting. Um, in fact, two of my two of the stronger ones of the season were one where there's one of the crew members is comes from an alien species where everybody's a male, so there's there are no females of of his species at all. Uh, and, and they 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 ha they give birth by laying eggs. So he hatches the egg, and his him and his partner, his uh, husband, they have a female baby, which can't happen, but it's a rarity. Uh... And and his society demands that the baby go through a sex change alteration. Well, that sounds like that sounds like Enemy Mine, where it's like asexual reproduction. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it it, it borrows. It borrows heavily from other things. It's not completely and totally original. In fact, there was one episode that was almost an exact copy of a Star Trek the, uh, animated series episode where they end up in a Ooh. zoo. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, but another one that might have been my favorite of the, of the first season um, was one where they beam down to a planet that is copying a certain period of Earth. You know, again... Huh, uh, a, a, Which a period? Classic. What's the period? It's the early 21st century that they're they're copying, so it's contemporary. Right. So they so they um, they go there, and the entire uh, justice system of this planet is run by basically social opinion and social commentary. If hmm. you you everyone wears a badge, and you can get an upvote or a downvote, and if you do something nice, people will push your upvote button. And if you do something they don't like, they'll push your downvote button. And if you do something really bad, you can get downvoted really quickly online. And if you get more than five uh, or more than ten million, uh, if you get more than five million downvotes, you get arrested. And if you get more than ten million downvotes, then you have to go through a correction. So that's interesting. It was very interesting. So um, I, it's it's a really solid show. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, if you like Seth MacFarlane humor, you'll find those those bits, which mainly come between him and, and the Scott, Scott Grimes character. Um, you'll find them nice and refreshing, and you know your usual taste in humor. If I had, well, I, I will I will add it to the list of things that I want to see and will never get around to. Yeah, it no, you will never. Time. Exactly. I'm so, I'm like five years behind a Family Guy, not for lack of <laughs> enjoyment. It's just there's so little time in my life. No, yeah. I tend to. I mean, I, oof! If I had to boil down what I watch right now, it's like I watch Better Call Saul, um, The Walking Dead when it's on Westworld, and then just like comedy shows like yeah. uh, like uh, John Oliver, Bill Maher. Yeah. Um, yeah. I even don't watch Colbert anymore. I just don't no. have the time. No, I know. Um, I watch. I watch, and then stuff on YouTube, little clips here and there of like. I always like to watch the a closer look from Seth Meyers. I watch the on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Usually during chores in the evening. Yeah, like, little little just, just to sit, I, stuff. Oh man, I would love to sit around and catch up on Family Guy. Yeah. Or just, just, oh. I, yeah, you probably don't have time to watch Orville, but if if you do, it's I think it's knowing your tastes, it, you'll you'll like it. I have one complaint, and this is a complaint, and this kind of ties into a conversation we've had before, where I had the conversation, what do you think will be remembered about our time? What do you think will be popular? We made, we had an argument about what's in the top five and all Mickey that stuff. Mickey Mouse, Superman. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, which I still stand by. But well, I'm not trying to relitigate that argument. What I'm trying to do is, is the problem I have with the show is that it's supposed to take place 400 years into the future. 
and they make a lot of pop culture, contemporary pop culture jokes. They make references to Papa Smurf. They make references to Kermit the Frog. They make references to American Idol. You know, and yes, they show that our collected entertainment is still kind of their entertainment. They'll sit there and they'll watch things on their view screens or whatever that that are, you know, our contemporary thing. And the, you know, I think the point is they're trying they're trying to actually get the ratings from the current audience and not the audience four hundred years from now. Well, no, it's it's that's just like that, reality. That's reality inter, it's, um, it's, intersecting with fan, you know fiction. I, it's just that I don't know if people would be making Papa Smurf jokes four hundred years in the future. I kind of find that a little hard. to I don't believe. really see anybody making Papa Smurf jokes now, frankly. So exactly. So yeah, four hundred years in the future. I just don't. I find that hard to believe. So well, maybe it, there'll be, be it, this it, big it, resurgence of Papa Smurf. The, 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 I I think the issue is while while some of the jokes are in. In, innately funny, they're a little jarring. When you when you're doing science fiction, you get, you do try to sell the 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 landscape or or the or the scenery yeah. or, the, or the setting as as realistic. It, it, you try to try to get it as immersive as possible to help the person kind of escape and buy your premise. So when you when you're in that particular setting and and you're in this futuristic setting and you throw in a joke that. Like you said, a twenty-year-old probably won't even get right now. It, it throws you off a little bit. It, it's I, th- but it's so much a part of Seth MacFarlane's humor that I don't know. It's how like you... it's like them breaking. It's like them breaking character, basically. Exactly, and I don't know breaking how... the fourth wall, right? Right, exactly. And I think I think it's a solid enough show where breaking the fourth wall detracts from it. It doesn't add. Um, so I, I would kind of like to see less of that. But I, again, that I don't want them to necessarily lose their humor, and I know that pop culture plays so much a part of McFarlane's humor. I don't know how you extract that part of it and not completely lose the humor. So, oh man, so like if I could just squeeze some time into like, I mean, because like Better Call Saul is going on right now, and I'm having a hard time finding the time to. I oh, right now I'm I find myself too, yeah. watching, but but do what. I'm behind too. I haven't watched that yet this season. It's so. great. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I find myself watching a lot. Like I stand for an hour holding a baby, well, like the whole time while I'm watching. I tend to watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. If I have find a moment, like maybe it, it's like a right around this time. It's like right around nine, ten o'clock in the evening. Maybe yeah. it's not quite bedtime for anybody. My wife has some stuff to do, so like okay, I'll go downstairs, and then for an hour or forty-five minutes, I'll just stand there, <clears throat> pacing okay. back and forth, holding a baby. Watching um, television show and our program. Yeah. yeah, that yeah that works. So, but you know, especially when you really can't do anything but with your hands. So, but except watch TV. So if you get a way to work it in, you know, it's I think it's solid. I think you'll enjoy it. What about, what about hacky sack? I could hacky sack while holding a baby. Yeah, and they even had. I mean, he he's managed to pull a couple of big guest stars onto the show. With people he's worked with before, one like that w- uh, well, one that was a major part of an episode was she was in the pretty much the entire episode was Charlize Theron. So I mean, I, I was I was gonna say that because like they're buds ever since they did the movie together. Yeah, and there's another there's another actor <clears throat> that was a cameo in an episode, but I don't want to I don't want to say because that, right, that's part right. of the fun of that episode. So I don't want to okay I don't want to ruin it. All right, so put it on the list. What else? What else is going on? Um, I mean, Trump world's bothered. Trump world's Trump burning world. down. I mean, Trump world is 
burning down. Let's just, let's touch it on it because we are what about now? So let's just everything that has already been covered. The latest is of course the what's going yeah. on right now. Is what about Bob now? Woodward just book. described. What what about now? Just described a show that premiered a year ago. You know, <laughs> in fact, I think the season uh, premieres is coming up in the next couple of weeks for the new one. So yeah, we haven't been real contemporary yet in this podcast. Should we maybe change our name? This episode we'll call. What, what about then? What about then? <laughs> yes. Welcome. Okay, let's do the intro. Give us another intro. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of What About Then? <laughs> what About Then? All right. So what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about the Smurfs. <laughs> How about that Papa Smurf, huh? Oh, uh, I want to. I want to talk about the latest issue of Little Lulu Comics. <laughs> Let's talk about Mickey Mouse. Hmm. Yeah, Steamboat Willie. Wow, I just saw Steamboat Willie down Mickey Mouse is Arcade. Eternal. You boy, see. boy, that was <laughs> now, something wanna, else. Now, if you want to talk about Oswald the Rabbit, there you go. <laughs> Ouch. I do not, in fact. Okay. But we will have a Wikipedia post about Oswald the Rabbit. All America. right. Woohoo! On face on our Facebook page. Uh, uh, I, you know, I read so something. I read something really, really funny about Oswald was this, the Rabbit. Th- was this the thing about um, Al Michaels or something? Yes, Al Michaels. I knew, yeah, I knew you were going there. And, and his contract for him to go to to NBC and, and leave ABC. Part of that deal was that the rights to. Oswald the Rabbit reverted back to Walt Di- to Disney. Yeah, and and they're like, sure, we can't do anything with this thing. And Disney is actually <laughs> marketed. If you go to Disney World, you can get Oswald the Rabbit ears instead of Mickey Mouse ears now. Yes, you can. It, they they actually have utilized that license. He has appeared in two video games with Mickey Mouse, the Epic Mi- Mickey series. Okay, I have no idea who Oswald the Rabbit is. <laughs> you really don't know who Oswald the Rabbit is, huh? It sounds like I have to do some homework. <laughs> was he like pre? Was he before Mickey Mouse? Yes, he predated Mickey Mouse. It was. Jeez. It was, I think, Walt's first creation, actually. So. <laughs> huh. So if only he had caught on, it would be like the the Rabbiteers instead of the Mouseketeers. Yeah, but the... but then we may never have gotten bugs, and even though I voted. Mickey Mouse, the one to be to live forever. Bugs Bunny is a far superior cartoon. So, Bugs Bunny is see Mickey Mouse is like the nice kind of. Mickey Mouse of, always uh, felt oh, Mickey Mouse always felt more kid friendly. Bugs Bunny, yeah, was, Bugs Bunny is dark. Bugs man. Bugs Bunny was winking at the adults in the room, saying, "Here's the jokes your kids aren't getting." And I, he's always, a smart ass. He mm-hmm. uh, he mm-hmm. just has so much fun torturing Elmer, Elmer Fudd. You know, yeah, yeah. Bugs Bugs was. Is the is the superior of the two creations? All right, so Trump world, what's going on? What's going on this week? Because there's so much stuff. In a nutshell, let's. You want to do like a lightning round, a Trump world lightning round? <sighs> sure, let's go for it. Just name, just name things that are happening until we run out. Uh, the Bob Woodward book has really caused him to melt down. The uh, New York Times op-ed, which caused him to melt down. Uh huh. Um, he. Fist bumped when he landed in New York for the 9/11 ceremonies. He did a fist pump in the air. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Oh, you gotta, you gotta see the picture. Oh. He, he lands. He's going yeah, in the air, walking, getting ready to go to the 9/11 memorial ceremony. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, and his um, and his first tweet this morning was not a 9/11 remembrance. It was about the friggin' Russia collusion crap again. So and then and then his 9/11 remembrance tweet was hard to believe 
17 years ago. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. He did um, simple math. Yeah. <laughs> what about... He wants a sick Jeff Sessions. Oh, no, no. There's rumors about firing of Jeff Sessions. What about that? Um, yeah, that, uh, they pretty much have been determined that they're not going to do that till after the midterms are over. Which they reminds don't. me of like when Bush fired um, Rumsfeld right after the horrible elections. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's that. Uh, cha- a change in certain cabinet positions is not unusual after midterms. So I'm pretty sure. So is that it? So we, are we done with our lightning round? Because like, I mean, I'm out. I got, I got one more actually. Go ahead. Uh, we got the Brett Kavanaugh uh, hearings going rushing through in in Congress. It's not exactly Trump, but you know it's That's part not, of that world. Well, clearly this is a lightning round, so I ha- I'm legally I'm contractually obligated to say the hurricane because I say that in every lightning round, ah. even though I'm referring to the previous hurricane, <laughs> not the current hurricane. Let me be clear. <laughs> That was the hurricane season from last year. Yeah. You remember that was our, our very hurricane. first hurricane. <laughs> well, it, it's funny. It's actually a little appropriate this time. <laughs> so. oh, there you go. Oh, um, uh, we assume the horrible response by FEMA and the government to this hurricane that's going to hit. That's it. Well, that's, that's not really Trump land, but that's definitely a what about now. Um, we're about two days or so out from, unfortunately, it looks like South or North Carolina getting a real bad lashing. Uh, they're not they're not sufficiently brown enough to be completely ignored, so we, there might be some decent aid to them. Uh, that's a good point you got there. Have we ever talked about uh, the official death toll being revised in Puerto Rico from like 65 people to 3,000? Uh, we did not. That's a good thing to mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little FYI, if you didn't know, um, that the hurricane uh, was Hurricane Maria, correct? I'm not. Yeah, it's Maria. Maria, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is the one that hit South Florida that we talked about with my my aunt having an impact? Was that Maria or a different one? That was a different was one. Har- Harvey, Maria, and there was like a third one. Um, Curly, I can't remember. Uh, they they run it's, together. Uh, I, honestly, they they you know. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the official death toll rose by about three thousand overnight. Uh, it was well. They was, were they were including people that like died like not because a tree fell on them or because they drowned in the storm surge, but like old people who got cut off from their medical treatment and stuff like that. Or people dying of heart attacks, you know, trying to remove yeah. debris. Or power out. The power goes out and like you're on an oxygen and, generator. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know what? That should be counted. That's a direct result of the hurricane. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. What else? Okay. So yeah. So a hurricane, all kind of interesting stuff. We're, we're two days out from, uh, Probably a horrible situation. A horrible, horrible situation. Yeah. Um, Trump's going to handle it poorly. I, he, there's, there's no doubt about it. He's, he's awful at everything he does. There's, I honestly, the, the, the trade war is really going to hurt us. He said something about, you know, the Ford is going to cancel a, a, a manufacturing a car in China, and he, he thought focus, that was yeah. great news because that means they were going to manufacture it here. Not understanding that that's not how companies work, and Ford basically said, "No, that we're not going to manufacture it here." Right, because they said that nobody in America buys that car. Yeah, it wasn't cost effective. And they're not going to manufacture it at all now. That's lost revenue for Ford, which will eventually mean lost jobs because they don't take a hit at the top. They they cut from the bottom. 
You're forgetting that Trunk never gets bogged down with things like facts. No, he's he's absolutely, absolutely terrible. But I'm still going to stand by the statement I've said before. As bad as he is, Bush was still worse. Really, huh? You think you think Bush was worse, huh? You're still sticking with look, it. Look, unle- endless wars, warrantless wiretaps, Patriot Act, the, the economy crashing in 2007 under his watch. I mean, Trump is a worse person than George Bush, but just as far as shitty things that happened under the presidency so far, George W. Bush is so you're, worse. So you're, you're, you're doubling down. You... You're doubling down on how bad Bush was. You were never. You're saying that in all in all of your history, in all the years, you've never I, I supported feel, Bush. You've I, never been a fan of Bush. I, Is that what you're saying? I feel strongly about this that he's the worst, absolute worst. <sighs> I mean, Trump can still I surpass s- him. He's got time, but Bush is worse. I mean, I'm gonna have to just pause here because I'm just I'm a little frustrated that. Um, I just I, I keep hearing you go on and on about how bad you podcast after podcast about how bad Bush was and just I just I can't stomach it any longer because you like Bush um, I mean is this something you 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 I didn't think you liked George Bush I don't understand why you're so upset about it it's it's not that I like Bush I've never been a Bush fan but I feel like maybe there was a time in your life where you liked Bush is that true uh, what, what, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you're sure pre- that maybe I've, there wasn't a time when I've been pretty emphatic. Maybe? I've been pretty emphatic on this podcast about how I feel about Republicans in general and George W. Bush in particular. I'm, I'm, I don't know what else I can <sighs> I just, do. I mean, I know. I just, I gotta stop. I just, I got, I, I can't, just, I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna have to share something. Um, I didn't want to have to do this, but um, I have a. We had an interesting conversation the other day that maybe. Maybe you thought it was a private conversation, but uh, I'm going to have to share this conversation with our listener so we can just sort of clear the air, you know, so we can kind of get the truth, at, as they say, the truth is out there, the X-Files. Let's get the truth out there. So wait, let me go ahead and just about? play. Wait, wait, wait. Let me what just go ahead and play this. Let me play this for the listeners. Let me play this for you. And here we go. Well, let me tell you, I guess the secret got out. I have no idea how. He, um... This guy uh, posted a message to me online saying that he has uh, recordings of my first podcast. Wait, wait. When did you do another podcast? I did this one, it was like 2005, 2006. It was called Bush Country. And, um, and it was about the, uh, it was about Australia, uh, going hiking no, in Australia? No, no, no. Bush, Bush Country was... Um, singing the praises of of George W. Bush. Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm. I was young and needed the money, uh, so we did a a weekly podcast. Me and uh, Alex Jones, actually, before oh Infowars. That's so, a way. Uh, so, <laughs> so you did a pro Bush podcast. I did a pro Bush podcast with Alex Jones. Oh, wait, so what? So what is this Bush guy? Country. This guy that is communicating with you. What is he? What does he do? What does he want? He, he he's blackmailing me. He, uh, he's blackmailing he says you. that if if I don't pay him, then he is going to release the recordings of Bush Country, which I thought were all scrubbed and destroyed. He's going to release them on our podcast. 
Wait, wait, what do we mean he's going to release them on our podcast? He, he can't. He's going to send them to you and release them on the podcast. Well, I, I'm not going to release them unless, I mean, unless he gives me like 10 bucks or something. Well, he wants me to give him $130 to keep you from getting it. $130. That's outrageous. I know. I I don't make that kind of money. How am I going to come up with $130? $130. I mean, can you even trust this guy? What happens if you pay him 130 bucks and then he just releases them anyways? Well, then I guess I could trust you to not release them, correct? I mean, unless he like gives me half or something. You son of a bitch. Yeah. And who's the bigger son of a bitch than me or the guy who did a pro-Bush podcast with Alex Jones? Who's the bigger son of a bitch there? Yeah. So I guess the I, truth I is finally coming out now, huh? I, I plead the fifth. Yeah. Oh, God, we can't have this come out, man. We're just starting to get off the ground with this thing. Hey, you, you think, maybe? You think that would just uh, sort of torpedo our current podcast? What about now could be ruined? Ruined? Yes, yeah, so we could lose our two <laughs> listeners. Would you think you, you think your wife would stop listening? I think my wife would divorce me. Hmm. Well, more free time. No, she wouldn't divorce me. <laughs> but she would stop listening. <laughs> well, if my wife wanted to punish me, she wouldn't divorce me. Ah. Ah. Anyway, so uh, let's just keep this between the two of us, okay? Well, I think that you should just yeah. pay in the hundred thirty <laughs> bucks, and I promise that I will not let it get out, okay? You promise? I promise. Okay, okay. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll anyway. pay him. I'll pay him. Anyway, so let's talk about the next show. Now, do you uh, do you have anything you want to say regarding that, that clip I just played? You asshole. Do you know that I thought you were my friend? We've known each other for 30 years now. Oh, 35, 36. And this is what you do to me. This is... Yes, but I can't just sit here and let you be Trump and just, you know, um, keep adjusting the facts and adjusting reality according to, you know, which way the wind is blowing. Um, what, what kind of friend if, records his friend? A friend who, uh, it's just like saying, uh, like, have this is, consider this a little intervention, a little, let's get the facts out there, let's bring it back in. Still a friend, but let's clear. Let's make let's 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 a little reality. It's called a reality check. All right, that's what I call it. It's a reality check. So you, you think you that? think you can do it's this inter- and still be a friend to me? This is you think this is being a friend. There's nothing wrong with sharing some information that you have if it helps move things forward to build build a stronger relationship, better truth, a better truth between the two of us. Do you so do not if, agree? if the tables were turned. You would be okay with this? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I get nothing to hide. My life is an open book. What, if, why? Why, why, if, do you, why are if, you asking? If somebody had had a conversation with you and there was information that was contradictory to a common belief of what you are, or what you believe, or what you know, you, you would be okay with that contradiction making the light of day? Yeah, I mean, um, are, is there something in particular? Well, I'm not really sure what you're getting at here. Well, I asked you earlier what kind of friend would record his friend, and the answer really was, I'm the kind of friend that record his friend. Excuse me? I'm the kind of friend that would hold something just in case he had to use it.
to hey i said there was the no recording of my there was no recording in my bachelor party do you remember the rules oh, no, no recording in no, my bachelor no, party this, this is a podcast so if i recorded anything in the bachelor party it'd be kind of wasted but doesn't mean there aren't other things that you might not want people to really know about you yeah you're bluffing you're bluffing, Am I bluffing? Am I yeah bluffing? you're full of shit well why don't you sit back for a second put your nerd cred on the table and take a listen to this so I uh, I've been online a lot recently and uh, I follow like Star Wars Twitter and they've been asking all the Star Wars fans to kind of rank where they put the movies like what order everything from prequels to sequels to original trilogy. Curious, how would you how would you rank the movies? Um, I mean it's kind of tough. I mean I guess I would probably put the like the the, the prequels. Those are kind of my favorite, especially like Attack of the Clones. I would rank them up there, like the highest. Yeah. You know? Really? That's usually at the bottom. Yeah. You you put it. I don't know, you, it's you, personal taste, right? You put it above Empire Strikes Back. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Return of the Jedi. I mean, was, yeah, I mean they were they were good and everything. I mean this is just just a long time ago, you know. I, mean, I can't even remember. What do you mean you can't remember Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi? I mean it's been so long since I've seen it. Oh know? come on! I. I, I I've seen that movie, both those movies, at least 50 times each. You had to have seen <laughs> once, like, in the last 10 years. Some people have a little bit more free time on it, but, I mean, it's just, like, can't really remember too much for me, you know? All right, like, 15 years ago, I know you weren't doing Jack. You had to have seen it at least then. Um, I, I, I can't, honestly, I can't remember. I can't remember. Have you seen these movies? Um, a defined scene. Have you watched Empire Strikes Back? Like, the entire movie from start to finish. No. No, oh wait, no. I have not seen the movie. I have not seen the movie from start to finish there. Is it? Have you seen Return of the Jedi from start to finish? Um, what about, what about Return of the Jedi? What? Have you seen the first Star Wars, A New Hope, in its entirety? Yes, they're all Star Wars, right? You have been to Star Wars celebrations with me. I've yeah, I've sat next to you in, in in the sequel movie, so I know you've seen the uh, the the prequel movies at least. I know you saw yeah, yeah, the good ones. Yeah, I can't believe you've never seen. You sat there and watched the prequels and had never seen the original Star Wars trilogy. Well, I look. I, I haven't got around to them. I've always meant to sit down and just you know. It's a little bit crazy. There's always something crazy going on in my life. When, right, you, well, were walking, when you were walking, when you were walking around Orlando's convention center with me at Star Wars Celebration, with thousands of other people dressed up in Star Wars, talking Star Wars, doing nothing but Star Wars activities, it didn't occur to you that maybe you should have seen the original trilogy. Okay, look, I made a mistake. I thought we were going to a Star Trek convention. Okay, I really, I really messed up. Oh my god, a Star Trek convention. Yeah, those are great, man. Dude, your your nerd cred is really in jeopardy here. Look, I promise it's on my list, right? Like Schindler's List and Citizen Kane and Star Wars. I promise I'll eventually get to them. Do you know what this would do to our reputation? If this got out, what we've established ourselves on our podcast, what we've established ourselves to our listeners, you what you you are you, you falsely... Okay, is, there, is that what happened? To our listener. My wife will be very upset to hear this. You've established yourself as a nerd, a Star Wars nerd. And to sit here and say you've never seen the original trilogy? Maybe we should just keep it between the two of us, okay? We have to, because 
this would ruin us. No. No, no. Let's just, just keep it quiet. Keep it on the down low. You know what I'm saying? Look, I promise this weekend I will definitely go out and maybe watch them. Okay. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because, you know, my reputation's on the line here too. But, boy, if this ever got out, you would be so screwed. But just, just, just tell me one thing. Though. Jar Jar, he's in the original trilogy, right? We're not talking about this anymore. Now, what do you have to say for yourself? Um, yeah, I'm so, I'm, I swear, I'm going to get around to watching it, I promise. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, and in the meantime. You've existed for kind of 45 a... years on this planet. You have not had kids for 45 of those years. You have Look, no excuse. okay, I have, come on, why is it right now you're picking the one time to tell me, I have, I have like a, a almost brand new baby. I got an older baby. I got all oh, this shit going on in my life. Really? Now you're picking now is the time to oh, throw I that was, in my I face was, and say I, I was not picking now to throw it's beyond now. It's not what about now? It's what you've done and how you have created this situation. You, sir, caused this. You there is. took our uh, my confidence in you and put it on public display for all of our listener to hear. I, th- I think that we're going to have to accept the fact that we have been contradictory people and just move on and hope and hope that this podcast survives. Look, not only have I seen the original trilogy, I've seen the original trilogy so many times. I'm the best at the original trilogy, okay? Nobody, nobody knows the original trilogy better than me. Believe me, believe me. Okay, so I don't know what this recording is. That yeah, I don't know. You know, technology nowadays. You can you can edit. You can take me out of context. In Empire Strikes assemble. Back, who is the administrator at Cloud City? Um, that was clearly um Samuel Jackson, right? That was uh oh, what's his name? Mace Windu. Yes, it was it was Mace Windu. You either have not seen the movie, or you cannot tell black people apart and are incredibly racist. One of the two, sir. Which is it? I mean, technically it could be both, but I'm here to say <laughs> that I will admit that, in fact, I have seen the original trilogy dozens and dozens of times. Nobody knows the original trilogy better than me. What are the, the name I'm of the, the creatures? Best. I'm the best at the original trilogy. What are the name of the creatures that the rebel heroes encounter on Endor at the end of Return of the Jedi? Oh, uh, without a doubt, those are the Pogs. Porgs? Bor- porgs? The Porgs, I'm sorry. Those are the Porgs. I was getting confused there. Those are the Porgs. You, sir. Everybody loves the Porgs. Everybody you, likes the Porgs. You, sir, are a liar. A liar. You have not seen the movies. And as for my... I am. Not only that, but I am the best liar there is. Nobody, nobody lies better than me. Believe me. I am the best. In fact, I lie better than anybody in the world. I have to tell you something about your tape for me. I have to give you more information that will shed light on my Bush Country podcast with Alex Jones. If you listen to that podcast, Bush Country with Alex Jones, you will actually hear an Alex Jones that sounds sane, but dangerous, because the sane ones are the most dangerous. 
when they make sense. I knew how dangerous Alex Jones was, even back then. Because I could see he had a talent with his voice to reach out to people and convince them of things. And I said, if this man stays sane, he can really influence a lot of people. So I did that podcast with one intent to drive Alex Jones insane. And so that 13 years later, he would be kicked off every social media platform there is known to man, <laughs> including Twitter. So thank you, you owe me thanks for helping to drive Alex Jones insane and make him a social media pariah. Um, I was undercover. You? I was undercover. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> <sighs> well, there you go. I guess now it's for our listeners. The truth is out there and our listeners can judge us. They can decide that. if they want to stay with us or if our reputations have been irreparably damaged and they have to move on to another Mark Maron podcast. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, though, who looks worse? The guy who has lied about seeing the trilogy or the guy who was in bed with uh, the Sandy Hook denier? Huh? I, th I think I'm coming out ahead in this, this one, bud. You probably are. I can't repeat that one. <laughs> uh, I can't believe you. I can't believe you agreed to take the Alex Jones things in a bit. I know. Come on. Uh, yeah. I'm well, so that glad. Was fun. He, I'm so glad his career was fun. down. Yeah, it's good. So. And scene. And scene. Uh, in other news, football's back. Woo! Yes. Along yes. with. Uh, Along with the whole Nike controversy, that's definitely what about now. That is definitely what about now, and I really laughed at the fact that people think that these companies don't get where they're at by studying every avenue possible. Nike sales are up after this ad. I don't know if you saw that yeah. story. They went down the first yeah. day and then went straight up. And that's because, guess what? Middle-aged white baby boomers aren't their fucking demographic. Though, you know who is the demographic? The young people, especially young people of color, that will appreciate and look up to Colin Kaepernick. So, As a matter of fact, I was, in fact, wearing my Nike hat um, Good. Uh, last week, but that was completely by accident just because that's like the hat that I pack when I go to the beach. <laughs> like, I had my little outfit, my little cap to keep the sun off my ball, and it was a Nike cap, and I was like, um, I just did it. But <laughs> I, mean, I just did it. Um, I was proud. No, I was proud. I, uh, I I wore the Nike hat because like I like to see Nike take a stand in favor of you know what do we call that 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 pesky thing the First Amendment. <laughs> yes. And since we're since we're talking about this whole um, NFL Colin Kaepernick Nike kneeling on the sidelines, I want to ask you how's it going with your uh, new football team? Uh, you actually sent me a text that night. Uh, you you uh. We're, we're giving me a hard time, kind of laughing at me. Uh, you, you, su you suffered, though, from a premature joculation. Cause, um, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, 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 my new team, the Cheeseheads, uh, their, their star biggest paid quarterback of all time got back up after that little injury and led them back to victory. That was very impressive. I, I, uh, I was sort of making a little fun. Because I saw that Aaron Rodgers got injured, I was like, "Oh, sorry, bud. I guess uh, you know these new Packers fans are probably going to be upset about that." And you promptly text me back a middle finger, uh -huh. and then 
you know, funny thing. You got to, you know, just four quarters of a football game. Exactly. He came back and he uh, took care of business, you know. And, and it's really not a good idea to completely count out, you know, future Hall of Famers. It's never a good idea. I'm going to say hats off to you and to him. Not my Nike hat, though, because <laughs> I'm proud to wear my Nike hat. And I got to say, even though I didn't watch your eight-hour Dolphin game, uh, I did, of course, see, <laughs> see highlights of it. And uh, I'm very proud of Kenny Stills, uh, not just for uh, catching the touchdown pass and, and, and having a great game, which I knew he would because I've always thought he was an underrated wide receiver. Um, but I'm Here's also- the thing is that I did not get to watch most of it because of the delay because, like, I sat around waiting, 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 watching. And then, like, they were showing, like, the, Cat- the Panthers game or something. or I can't remember. They, like... Because I was, I was watching the game, and they kept just cutting, you know, they were just showing a different game. And I was waiting around, and then finally, like, oh, we're all going out for ice cream, because it, our favorite ice cream store is going to be closed for a week. Ah. So, you know, this is our last chance to go, so we got to... So, like, basically, the game was on when I was not watching, and then I would come back. <laughs> like, okay, the game's on. Oh, damn it, that's the second delay! <laughs> so, I like... so I actually got to not watch most of the game, which yeah. is kind of annoying. Yeah, no, it was it, it, it was awfully annoying. Um, but, um, yeah, uh... Ken, yeah, wasn't that and, not the and, longest game in NFL history? Yes, it was. And Kenny Stills, like I said, not only uh, gave pride to me on the field, um, he also took the knee. Again, I'm not sitting here saying I like taking the knee during the National Anthem. Not my protest of choice. But I did appreciate him for taking that right back into Stephen Ross's face and doing it anyway. And with his production in that game... If they do decide to try to implement something in the future, he's going to make them very hard. It's going to make it very hard for them to back it up. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You, you think that they won't get a, rid of a really good player just to show them, like when they got rid of Ajayi last year, just to show him? And well, how did that turn out? Well, here's the thing. I don't think he wasn't. He wasn't a. He wasn't my guy, as he said. He wasn't my guy. Right. Know? I. I don't know where. Adam Gase stands on Kenny Stills, and I don't know Adam Gase's politics. My guess is Adam Gase doesn't give a fuck. He just wants to win games. This directive was coming from the owner, not the coach. Now, if Adam Gase is fully 100% on board with the coach and thinks it's you know, disrespectful and is looking forward to benching him, then he can go ahead and do that as a coach. But I don't think he's that stupid. I think Adam Gase knows his job is on the line this year because another season yeah. like last season, and he's out of a job. He knows so that Kenny uh, Stills so just... is the best offensive weapon that Ryan Tannehill has. And to so let me just let me bring it full circle when in our in our NFL wrap up we had that great comeback by the Packers. We had the longest game in history with the Titans and the Dolphins, and we had. The poor Browns, who still could not get a win because <laughs> they, could, they, t- they, they tied, tied the but they could Steelers. not get a win. No, no. They um, that's because they were winless last season. Yeah. Yes, they were. So. Oh wow. And they're uh, still winless. They're they're, they're lossless as well. So. They got there was a great on. headline somewhere. There's something about. Um, they're lo- they're lost. They broke their losing streak, and there was like an asterisk next to it. <laughs> They, they, so that was lovely. They, what else? What they're they're going to be better this year. They, they they have too much talent to be winless. They'll they'll win. I don't know if they're a playoff team. Um, they play in a tough division, but I think they could still win six or seven games. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, what else? I mentioned. I don't know if you want to talk about. It. I mentioned that I went on a little uh, beach trip. Can I just have a quick mention of that because yeah. I just have a couple of ha-has for that? Okay, 
let's let's get into that. Um, so if you're a Marylander, apparently it's very popular to go to Ocean City, Maryland, which is uh, there's a whole like, you know, Maryland is the the horseshoe, and so you head east until you get to the ocean, and then that's where you vacation for a couple days. Okay. And um, let's see, it's Ocean City, Bethany Beach, that sort of area. And I had never been, and my wife apparently had had gone like every growing up in in her childhood, like that was the only vacation they ever did. So like she would go there every year. So there was like a lot of she was very excited because there was a lot of nostalgia for her, a lot of memories. But for me, it was just like okay, it's the beach. I hate the beach, but whatever. It's gonna be. <laughs> and uh, taking a taking a. What should be like a two and a half hour car trip becomes about a six hour car trip when you're traveling with a three year old and a three month old. <laughs> but uh, really, so kind of you know not exactly uh, South Beach in the, the haunts of the millionaires. It's kind of run down a little bit, and um, you know it, it served its purpose just basically to have a little beach, just to have kind of a. Um, a rundown hotel where you kind of that was just right on the beach. You kind of hang out, relax a little bit. Um, we went down to the boardwalk. That's a, a thing. They have a boardwalk in the south end of okay. Ocean City, which is another kind of dilapidated boardwalk. Um, with just just like you just walk down the boardwalk, it's just nothing but like disgusting, like, <laughs> murderous food, like anything that you would eat would kill you. It's like ice creams and pizzas and candy and. Fisher's popcorn. It's like so. You basically go there and you just like walk down and you just like gorge yourself. And uh, a couple of interesting things. Number one is there was like there's a little like a, a tramway. So like next to the boardwalk. When they say the boardwalk, I don't know if you can envision. It's literally it's just boards. You're walking on boards. I watched I Boardwalk know, I Empire. The, so yeah. It's like actually that's what it's called the boardwalk. It's <laughs> like in the old days you had sand and like well they built something to walk on it. Mm-hmm. It was boards. So it's, it's like you walk down the boardwalk and then like to the it's next. It's very popular on the so northeast. They, it is, yeah. yeah. I've been to Atlantic City Boardwalk. That's very impressive. In Florida, um, we don't do that much. We have a boardwalk no that board- leads from like the so parking much. lot to the beach, and that's it. And then you walk on sand. Pretty much. It's more like a little bridge that sort of, yeah. Not so much a boardwalk. But um, the interesting thing with the boardwalk is that all the boards are perpendicular to the direction you're walking. So if you're pushing a stroller... And you're walking on the boardwalk. The stroller is bouncing. It's like a cobble driving a cobblestone, like bounce, 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 bounce. But right in the dead center of the boardwalk, there's four boards that are like you know the width of your leg each, where the boards run parallel, the same direction, the direction you're walking. So it's like the perfect place to push a stroller is like dead center of the boardwalk. The downside is that leads to. A game that I like to refer to as Baby Chicken. <laughs> because you have people coming the other direction also doing the same thing, pushing their stroller. And you're playing chicken with people pushing strollers right towards you. <laughs> like, who's going to flinch first? And like, oh, I flinched. He flinched, you know? <laughs> and then, like, you have, like, people coming towards you. Like, we had the wheelchairs. And it's like, you always let the wheelchair people go, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, no, 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 you go ahead. Let the wheelchair, the wheelchairs, the people... <laughs> Whatever, the infirm people, you let them win, right? But, like, if you're just a stroller versus a stroller, and usually it's polite, you kind of smile, everybody kind of, but, like, everybody kind of, like, goes a little bit off to the side, but, like, there was, like, this one guy, this one, like, like, scary-looking six-and-a-half-foot-tall guy who, like, he would not flinch, and so, like, ah! I was like, I, I flinched. 
He's like, I'm not moving. And he gave me the snake eye. But then, like, there was this other, like, really... You lost like, really, chicken, huh? I lost... But then there was, like, another guy. Another, like, giant, six-and-a-half-foot, like, you know, football player-looking type guy who was, like... Who, like, smiled and, you know, and, like... And then, like less. So it's, like, it, it's not about... It, it, it's just about, like, if you're a nice person, basically. Yeah, yeah. Are you a dick or not? That's it. That's it. Exactly. But, like... So boardwalk chicken. That, you should, yeah. By the way, you should really try the boardwalk chicken. It's delicious. <laughs> and like, then there's a little tramway. So the people who don't want to walk, there's like a little. Um, it's like a little. It's like what you would, when you're at Disney World, like how you get from like the parking lot to the the main entrance, like the little vehicles, the little tramways on the side and the concrete. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a there's a sign. Uh, like above on the cars, like little cars where the tramway, there was like there was advertising, like electronic billboards, and the, I had a couple thoughts because number one, one of the ads it said, you know that one in three adults has prediabetes, and I looked at the people sitting on the tramway, I'm like, you know if if these assholes would just walk instead of riding, they would not have prediabetes. These are the people that have the prediabetes. These are the one in three people. And then the other thing I saw. And I've yet to inquire, but one of the ads, there was a free spot where it said, advertise here, call such and such. And I was like, I want to get that ad space for the What About Now podcast on the Ocean City Boardwalk. (laughs) That was my thought. I want to get an ad for our podcast on the tram that goes up and down the Ocean City Boardwalk. It's probably much more than we can afford. (laughs) Yes, I figure maybe it's like a $20. $20 is our budget. (laughs) Yeah. Probably times but, that uh, by a hundred, and you might get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the only other thing is that we uh, we stuff for fudge. There's a chain. It's called the Candy Kitchen. You would think it'd be all K's, but it's spelled correctly. The Candy Kitchen is with a C and the K. Yeah, you don't want to throw uh, too my, many. You don't want to throw too many K's together. Just <laughs> it wasn't Klaus's Candy Kitchen. It was just the Candy Kitchen. You can okay. put two K's. Two K's. You can't. can't two K's are okay. Two K's. Hey, we got a title. Yeah, two K's are okay. <laughs> two K's are okay. What do you think? We got a title? Uh, yeah, I think that works. <laughs> but the candy kitchen and uh, the whole goal was like my wife kept, you know, drumming her heads that one of the things we're doing is stop at the candy kitchen on the boardwalk or stop and get fudge. Here, so now here, let's let's rewind like a day or so because I have a three year old that doesn't listen. You have to say things twenty seven times, and she spent the whole time in the in the hotel room. It's like touching shit that we told her not to touch. Like, there's the, the alarm clock that she kept turning on the alarm for 6 a.m., <laughs> then touch the refrigerator, then touch the safe, then touch the alarm clock, then touch the refrigerator, then touch the safe. <laughs> and um, giving timeouts. And so we're getting frustrated because we also have a three-month-old to deal with. Yeah. And, like, just, you know, you probably know, but if our listeners don't know, like, the amount of shit that is involved with, like, traveling with with two children in terms of, like, all the bags and the pack and play and the stroller and the swing and this and you know, so like you basically have to be a human pack mule in order to load and unload the vehicle and get all the stuff up to the room, you know. Yeah. But um, so my 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 eldest child is dis- is misbehaving, and my wife pulls out the threat. She says, "That's it. You keep misbehaving. You keep touching that. You're gonna get a timeout. And if you get three timeouts, we're not getting fudge." Let me ask you this. Do you see a problem with that philosophy? Yeah, I don't get fudge. <laughs> exactly. 
I, not only her was being threatened with no fudge, but me, your co-host, was being threatened with no, <laughs> no fudge. fudge. And I'm the one of the guys who doles out the timeouts. <laughs> well, wait, wait. So it was in my... I, it was in my best interest to kind of put the brakes on the timeout. So, like, I would yell at her, but I would stop just short of giving her a timeout. <laughs> my, wife did, my wife did not realize that it was not a smart move to threaten my fudge. <laughs> so I was like, that's it. Now if you touch that again, you're going to be in big trouble. But I would never actually give her the timeout. Why couldn't you have just gotten fudge for yourself and eaten it in front of your daughter? That would have been even better punishment. I'm, I'm guessing that my wife would have, knowing her, would have been like, that's it. We're not getting fudge. <laughs> I'd been like, Nobody. you're not getting fudge. <laughs> I'm getting fudge. Oh. Yeah. So I had to be very, very particular, very careful about my dueling at the time out. It's like, anytime I ever threaten her with something, it's like I say, you have till three, and I count very slowly till two. It's like, because I don't have to deal with the fucking timeout. <laughs> Just in general, not the fudge timeouts, but the regular timeout. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm too fucking tired for a timeout. I'm going to count to three, and I'm like, one, two, okay. two and a half. <laughs> two or three quarters. <laughs> Get your ass in there. <laughs> or if I'm threatening something, it's like something that will make my life easier. Like, that's it. If I eat to have to count to three, or you're not getting a book for bedtime, because like it saves me five minutes of bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> bedtime time. It's always in my self-interest. I'm not going to threaten something difficult. All right, that's it. I'm going to count to three, and then I'm going to sew you. I'm going to knit you a sweater. It's never that. Uh, it's, it's something that will make my life easier. You better do that by the time I count to three, or I'm not brushing your teeth tonight. <laughs> <sighs> or giving you a bath, you stinky child, and you'll be unhygienic. <laughs> Ah, child services, be damned. <laughs> anyway, so there was the uh, the fudge-related timeouts in Ocean City, the boardwalk. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Wear, again, wearing my Nike hat. Um, <sighs> Let's see, what else? What else? Um, do you want to dive into... And it's sort of a, one more um, sort of a swimming-related um, a, a bit of advice. Or um, a question. I have a question for you. So, again, we're talking about there was swimming because of the hotel pool, the beach, whatever. So we, we did some swimming in the pool. You ever go swimming in a pool and the water's really cold? What do you do? What is your philosophy in terms of getting used to the water? Are you like a kind of ease into the cold water or are you like a, just a jump in kind of guy? I'm more of an ease in. I don't jump in. Yeah. Ease in. Yeah, I'm more ease in. I have found that, in fact... There is a third option, a mythical third option Stay that up. never occurred to me. Don't get in the water at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a, that's that's I know that's thinking outside the box, but in the frame, in the box of you're getting in the water. Do you go in? Do you ease in, or do you just dive in? But there's there's another way to get yourself into the water. Okay. In which you don't actually pay attention to it because I have a three year old that does not know how to swim, who has absolutely no fear of the water. Oh. And so it's the two of us, and we're still we're going down the steps. Mm-hmm. Take a step, another step, and she just jumps in to a, a in, into the pool, and it's above her head. And as a parent, you're like, "Oh fuck!" And you jump in after. <laughs> and I was like, I was easing myself in, and then suddenly I was like, "Oh look, I'm in the pool!" Hey. <laughs> 
So that's the mythical so, third option so to get used to the water. Is that your daughter is a, is going to drown and jump in after her, and you don't care about the cold, and you completely forget so that the cold is the pool, the pool e- is cold. There's ease in, there's jump in, and there's panic dive in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I discovered that just a little tidbit, uh. just a little tidbit to help out. Uh, my by the way, my daughter just today started swim lessons because we're like, we gotta cut this shit. We gotta knock this shit off. <laughs> Because she's gonna be jumping in the pool, she needs to know how to this swim. Kid so is, she starts swimming. This kid is crazy. Today. We gotta do something about it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I've put too much effort in up to this point. <laughs> Kept her alive this long. I gotta keep going. <laughs> um, I'm all in. I'm all in at this point. Now remember, though, if you make a mistake, you have another one. So you can be really batting 500. That's a uh, that's a good batting average. <sighs> I know you don't watch baseball, but that 500 is an excellent. <laughs> there's nobody in the Hall of Fame with 500. <laughs> You got three thirty for a career. You're you're automatically in the Hall of Fame. So, but you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be making the Parenting Hall of Fame if I'm batting five hundred. <laughs> um, people like Susan Smith, they're not in the Parenting Hall of Fame. Um, I just want you to know that at one point in our nation's history, Bill Cosby was in the Parenting Hall of Fame. So, ouch. <laughs> even wrote a book well, on I mean, it. Did he, even he, wrote a book on it. <laughs> Technically, though, he didn't do anything horrible. To his children that we know of, that so we know of. Yeah, it was other people's children, you know. Well, they were grown, but I don't think he was a pedophile. Mostly, Mostly. yeah. Except for you want to, you want to really just like, well, let's just let's just bring it to the extreme. Let's just if, yeah, shatter if, all illusions. If, if, if we're saying if we're saying he's a rapist, but he wasn't a pedophile, we're kind of splitting hairs at this point. So no, 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 no. There was one accuser. She was 15 years old, and she was one of the picture page. Ladies, girls. Oh, I did not know that. Well, then he's a pedophile. You know about that one? It was like some fifteen-year-old girl who was on picture pages with him. I did not know that. She was one of the accusers. Oh wow, I did not know that. Well, that's that's pedophile right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he is a pedophile. So, so like, would, the, would the song be picture pages, picture trip pages? Time to get your crayon, your pencil, and your roofies. Yeah, I, I, the fact that you even yeah. remember the picture pages theme song uh, it says a lot about you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on. This was Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. You know what you might want to do is dump that memory out of your brain to make room for the original Star Wars trilogy. What are you talking about? I've seen the original Star Wars trilogy. I've seen it more than anybody, anybody on the planet. Nobody's seen it more than me. I actually saw when the Empire... I did kind of... I, think, I don't know if we touched on this earlier, but like... Early, previous podcast, but... I actually saw Empire before I saw Star Wars. Yeah, I think you have. And I saw, yeah, saw Empire like every day in the movie theater for a week. I saw it like five <laughs> days in a row, and I had no idea what's going on. And then finally, I watched it on video on oh, tape. Oh, that it. makes sense now. <laughs> oh, who's that guy with the the, the black cape and the the, the breathing problem? <laughs> Asthmatic man. <laughs> um, what else? Like, I got a couple more things. Like, if you want to open up our um. Our, our tinfoil hat. I got a couple more things we want to talk about. Okay, um, but before we do tinfoil hat, I'd like to do a in memoriam. Yeah. So we did lose a couple people. Oh, I can. Who didn't we just? Lo- we lost uh, Burt Reynolds. We lost Burt Reynolds. Yes. Um, we well, we else? we lost John McCain since the last podcast. That was the big. Oh one. yes, yeah, good point. One. We lost John McCain. Yes, one. And here's one that is not as big, but uh, I I think uh, uh, children of our generation will remember him. Uh, we lost Bill Daly this week. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, you're drawing a blank. The the name doesn't jump out at you as who that is, but when I say Major Roger Healy, you might remember him. That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, Major Healy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
He played Ro- Major Roger That's Healy right. in I Dream of Jeannie. That's it. He just, Major Nelson and Major Healy. You're yeah, right, yeah. He just passed away. He, I think he was 91. He just passed I away. I saw that. You're right. Yeah. I did see that, as a yeah. matter of fact. I just, I did, wow, I need to file that in my brain. Yeah. How do I not know Bill Daly? You have to dump the picture pages out, I guess, now for that. So. All right, I'm making room. <laughs> What's my child's name again? Oh, wrong way. Wrong cabinet. <laughs> Ooh. My youngest child is named Bill Daly. <laughs> thing one thing one, and thing two. <laughs> So yeah, so um, that that's another in memoriam. So John, yes. John McCain, I mean, Burt Reynolds, and Bill Daly. That's our. I mean John McCain. Um, yeah. That... And 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 I, I and I'm doing this not to be disrespectful to the dead. Just this is just a commentary on how old I am. We lost a rapper this week uh, by the name of Mac Miller, and I had no idea who he was. Neither did I. Yeah. I they they. they huh. I saw that news item came out, and my reaction was, who? And I don't mean it to be disrespectful to the young man. I think it's a shame somebody that age, you know, ends up pretty much taking his own life through OD. And But I just don't know these people anymore. Contemporary artists, contemporary actors. If you're in your 20s, there's a pretty good chance I don't know who the fuck you are. So I have a, I have a different take on this. My take is... I can't stand rap. That's why I don't know him, because I keep up with plenty of new artists. Yeah, no, but I mean... I, I, I can't stand rap, but I would know if Snoop Dogg passed away or, you know, somebody from the... Eminem. Yeah, Eminem or, or uh, somebody from the Wu-Tang. I, uh, I'd probably even... Doc- uh, Macklemore, that guy Macklemore. I'd know who he is if he passed away. Uh, there's some people... Oh, so you know all the white rappers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not looking too yeah, good, buddy. Uh, okay, how about Lil Wayne? I know who he is, too. Better? Um, Kanye West... He likes Trump, so he might be white now. I don't know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Grandmaster Flash, the uh, Sugar Hill yes. Gang. Yes. The Contemporaries. Curtis Blow. <laughs> so I know I just didn't know who this Drake. who this guy was. But now is Drake is Drake hip hop? What is Drake? Uh, yeah, sure. Hip hop? I don't know don't anything about. Yeah, no. I uh, I just know that he was absolutely crushing. He was dominating the charts this year. Yeah, see, I know. I don't. But I have I know, I know squat about yeah. Drake. I know squat about really any contemporary music. I really don't. I don't listen to it anymore. Just no. You don't listen to any new music? Not really. No. Seriously, there's so much creepy new music. I'm sure there is. I don't have time to go find it. You don't have time to watch the Orville. I don't have time to go find new music. Okay. You know what I'm doing? When I'm listening, I'm listening to our podcast. That's what I'm doing. I'm in love with our podcast and trying to figure out how to make it better. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So I see an opportunity here. So if I were to become a famous rapper, then because you listen to our podcast, then you would know a rap artist. I guess so, yes. Does this logic, does this logic hold? Yeah. yeah. Does that mean I have to do a rap for our next podcast? Outside of the Beastie Boys, how many famous Jewish rappers are there? Okay, well, Ken, that's all your name is, white rappers? I said Jewish rappers outside of the Beastie Boys. Uh, there's, how, they are white, too, you know. I understand that they're white, but I'm talking specifically about the subsect of Jewish rappers. What What about what about Modest Yahoo? You know Modest Yahoo? No. Very famous Orthodox Jewish rapper. There you go. Those are words I never thought would be used in continuing. <laughs> Very famous Orthodox Jewish rapper. 
I, yep. I'm calling bull. I'm calling bullshit on that line. That that, that string of words right be, there. You would be wrong. You would be wrong. Look it up. Modest Yahoo. Well, no, I don't. Uh, okay, look. Here's the thing. If you tell somebody to look somebody up, I don't think you can use the qualifier "very famous." Um, I mean, but you've you could maybe use semi-famous. You're a self-prescribed non-rap follower and non-new music follower, so you would have to look it up. Okay, I'm gonna go to Wikipedia right now. I'm gonna read because every Wikipedia entry. No, I, I'm, look, I'm not. I'm not curious about his Wikipedia. I'm sure he exists, but what I'm saying is how. Popular is he? Um, how much of a following? How do you qualify? He? Like okay, uh, how many 20. how many records has he sold? How many number one hits or how many charted hits does he have? You know, ha- I've heard one song by him that's pretty good. Has he I... performed with other artists because they do crossovers all the time in the hip hop community? Has he performed with other artists? Has he performed with other artists' albums? These are all things that would you know show his popularity, especially in the hip-hop community. If the answer is, he sold 12 copies, his highest charting hit was 186, and he only crossed over once with Weird Al Yankovic, guess what? You're probably not going to say very famous. So, I'm going to give you homework, because I, I see that he has like six albums, but in terms of digging in, seeing how many like sales or streams or downloads, whatever... So you're going to have to do a little homework. Somebody's going to have to do a little homework because we're not going to spend the time now. Okay, so there you go. You got your homework. Look up now. It's not you. Prove me wrong. It's fine. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that he's... You know, put, put, post his... Fairly popular. Post his, uh, his Wikipedia page on our Facebook page and I'll do some research on him. I'll post something related to, to Modest Yahoo. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's a link to his, like, gold album or something. I don't know. Okay. Yes. But uh, there you go. <laughs> What else? So what else? We have a little in memoriam. Major Healy. Why are we talking about this again? Because we always do an in memoriam. That's it. And I said a rapper that died, and I yeah, I didn't know. Who he was. All, right, all right, the uh, guy used to date Ariana Grande. Yeah, I just didn't know who he was. So, um, but I give him respect anyway because he passed away. And I is that it? As uh, we've lost four. I mean, Burt Reynolds was a big one. I enjoyed the Smokey and the Bandit movies as a kid. I always wanted a Trans Am because of those movies. So. They were pretty cool. They yeah. were pretty sweet. I loved it. That was my um, favorite car growing up. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Favorite car growing up. You know, I was... Um, you, did you have Hot Wheels? I think most little boys had at least a couple Hot Wheels. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I did. I remember yeah. a couple. A little racetrack. I, I, I had uh, several Hot Wheels, and I had a couple of different... Corv- uh, no, I had Corvettes, but I had a couple of different Trans Ams, and those were always my favorite. One was one was a smoking the bandit style one. The other one I had was a Captain America one. Marvel did some Hot Wheels. And they had what a, about DeLorean? I think I'd have to go with DeLorean. Maybe this was before the the Back to the Future movies. I was I was kind of out of the Hot Wheels by the time Back to the Future came out. I was already what thirteen. Yeah, I was eighty five. Right. So yeah, I'm talking about like the late seventies. So I was like seven, eight, nine. You know, those are the years I. Uh, had played with Hot Wheels, you know. What about um? Was it a, what, which one was the Dukes of Hazard car? Was that a Dodge Charger? What was oh that? yes, I, I believe so. That was a Dodge Charger. Yeah, the General Lee was. And it. then also the Starsky and Hutch car was a what? Wasn't that that was a Pontiac? What was it? I can't remember. 
Uh, we got some more homework. But, there, but there's plenty of like pop culture cars. You got yeah. General Lee. I'm not much of a car guy. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not a gearhead. I'm. I'm not a car guy. I, I've been driving the same Toyota Corolla for the last twelve years, thirteen years now. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, I think I have to go with uh, like a classic like television car. Ooh, what did Gene Hackman drive in the streets of? Uh, Paris in um, what you call the French Connection? Uh, well, it wasn't in Paris. It was in New York. Uh, no, excuse me, excuse me. It was in New York. Those were under Ex- the bridges of New York, dude. That chase was in New York. You, now you're talking about the French Connection was because they, the heroin was from France, right? But where they filmed it? Because I thought I thought there was a scene where like they imported his car into Europe or something. I just remember them dismantling. Ah, uh, uh, fuck that! I gotta, I gotta look this up. Yeah, I, re- see. I remember, I remember them dismantling the car, finding all the drugs, you know, taking it apart piece by piece, the floorboards and everything like that. I don't remember them. Popeye Doyle was a New York Correction. cop. Yeah. Permits in the car too. Okay. Uh, let's see. Are you thinking of Ronan with Robert De Niro? Uh, it was shot in New York City streets. For some reason, I thought that it was set. Yeah. Damn it! I mean, it would help with the fact that check, it actually check out that. check out Ronin, uh, R O N I N, and see. Did you see that one with Robert De Niro? There was a great. I, I did years ago. Yeah. There was a great car chase scene in that. I believe that was Paris. All right. I thought there was a Paris car chase scene in the French Connection. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um. I think that might be a point for me. Oh, oh my goodness. The point system is back, baby. I think I got oh a point tonight. <laughs> oh, <sighs> point for me. <laughs> we shall see. Yes, but the fact that you didn't know who uh, Yahoo was, do I get a point for that? You no, said, no, we, excuse no, we me, have, we have, you excuse me, no, no. you said, name another Jewish rapper, and I just rattle no, one I, off, I, so I think maybe I get a point for that. I, I, I don't have a problem with you know who he is, I had a problem with you saying the term very famous. So after doing some research, if I find that I, I could classify him as very famous, I will give you a point. Or even moderately famous? You didn't say moderately famous. You, oh, come on. You didn't say my. You're gonna, you're gonna, dis- you're gonna disturb the force, the yin and the, the dark side of light. See, I would, I would have even, I would have even just let it slide if you didn't use the modifier very and just said famous. If you just said famous, but you have. Well, there you go. I'm saying it now. Famous. There we go. What about Madison? I have that famous guy. Look, you're, you're gonna disrupt the whole balance of the show if you're a point ahead. <laughs> Think about it. You're, it's, it's gonna be your downfall. It's gonna be our. It's going to be our... I, I really don't want to say it's our 9-11 because that's disrespectful. Oh, yeah, no, no. But no, I, it is not. So I'm not, saying, so, so I'm not saying that. It's, it's, no. it's like our June 3rd, the time I lost a pen in the washing machine and got all my shirts inked. No, but the point I'm trying to make... Again, I said I'm not going to say that. No. Um, but my point is that it's going to lead to our downfall. The point you were making earlier was that if I'm, you yeah, were saying wait. that 9-11 led to our current situation. I actually disagreed. And so the 9-11 brought us together. So you're saying if I walk out of this podcast a point ahead that we can no longer function? Um, 
I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's it could cause problems. It, there's, it's just, it's, it's like an unbalanced washer. I'm having like all kinds of washing machine trouble right now. But like, you don't want an unbalanced you know, that, washing machine. That would, has to that be. would only be the case if you were like the type of obsessive personality that would cling to some type of slight and never let it go the entire time. You know, somebody that would do something like, or pretend to be too or, stupid to do anything just to make a point. <laughs> Are you that? Or, are you that type the, of person? <laughs> on the other hand, what if? Are you the type of person? It, this would only be a problem if you were the type of person who would constantly be throwing it in my face. <laughs> For example, uh, you know what? We we've had enough strife with 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 taping each other and and, and exposing ourselves to the world. Uh, today, I, I, you know what? I will, I will, I will forego the point. I will, I will let us stay tied. I will forego the French Connection point. Or, or just give me a point for for Mahdi's Yahoo. Fine, you get a point for Yahoo Serious. So. <laughs> or Yahoo Serious? Uh, yes. <laughs> Young Einstein. All right, so let's wrap it up. It's ten till. And my wife gave me a cutoff of 11 o'clock, so let's, let's wrap it up real quick. I just I have a quick... Can we just quickly open and close the, uh, what about now, tinfoil hat segment? Yeah, yeah, but look, before... We'll, we'll close out with the tinfoil hat. Let's just get rid of housekeeping real quick. Yeah, um, okay. Where can you reach us? Darren and Ted, that's D-A-R-I-N and T-E-D, Ted, at gmail.com. Follow us at what about now Pod on Twitter, what about now Pod on Facebook, uh, where, wherever you can listen to your... Favorite podcasts, we're on CastBox, iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, everywhere. Podbean. We're everywhere. Uh, so pick us up. Listen to us. Tell us what you think. Write us. Oh, oh God. We're looking I just still. realized. I f- you realized? I just realized. I forgot to mention that I went on and on about how there's Google Play and there's Google Play Music. There's also something new called Google Podcast. Well, get us on there then. So oh, we're not on there. <laughs> oh, we're not on there no, though. No. We're not on there yet. No. But it wasn't confu- if it wasn't confusing enough before. There's now Google <laughs> Play, Google Play Music, and Google Podcasts. Oh shit. Uh, um, you know, just uh, reach out to us. Tell us what you think about the show. What you like. What you don't like. Get a chance to be Listener Prime. We have a box of goodies for you. Some of them aren't sucky. Not many. Most of them are, but some of them aren't what's, sucky. What's going to be our uh, little goodie? This I month? think, and I think this is the term that you dropped earlier, and that is fudge-motivated timeout. Uh, like a fudge timeout. No, but you used another term. I think it was motivated, or was it uh, fudge-driven? Well, just let's, we got to keep it snappy, short and sweet. Let's just say fudge timeout. Fudge timeout. There you go. Okay. Yes. Fudge, fudge timeout. Time the episode of the two Ks are okay. The phrase that pays is fudge timeout. Fudge time what do they get? Obviously, some fudge. Uh, f- that might be a little, uh, a little difficult. Yeah, no. Nah. We've already got a cookie. We've already got some beef jerky. Um, you know what? I'm sure by the time somebody actually is listener prime, I can get one of those Trump tell all books cheap. Like the Michael Wolf one or something like that. Bob Woodward is going to be expensive for a while. I'll get uh, you a cheap tell tell all about Trump. 
to throw in there. I'll what about something? What about something Nike related, like a little Nike? Oh, like it better. We'll get you some pair of brand new, not used Nike socks because those are cheap enough. Okay, so. Nike socks. Nike there you socks. go. Boom. There you go. All right, so all right, let's wrap up close things. I just want to very quickly open and shut the what about now tinfoil? Let's let's place our tinfoil hat. Oh, okay, spooky music! Woo! Wait, this is not the "I love you just the way you are" woo, on the Casio woo, from the eighties, is it? Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what? Else? So have you heard in the news about um how the the diplomats in the Cuban and like Chinese embassies were getting attacked. They this, they were coming down with these weird ailments. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I, I heard briefly. I haven't read a lot about it, but weren't they uh, concerned it was like a sonic attack? They were concerned it was a sonic and, attack. And the Russians the... Russians might be behind it. Okay, so the 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 theory in the past week or so that in fact it was a microwave um, radiation attack. Oh, okay. That can cause that can cause um, like auditory hallucinations. Wow. So like if somebody's beaming into like a, a microwave like transmitter at your face, you might hear, it might cause sound to be generated, but in fact it's like microwaves melting your brain. Wow. So so what, somebody put forward the theory that it's in fact microwaves and also the thing from like today or yesterday is the fact that they, based upon intercepted communications by, you know, you know who, um, that it's the Russians. They wow. suspect the Russians. Wow. So that's that's uh, so you get to hold your tinfoil hat shit. The Russians are uh, got their hands in every pie. They got they got the the, the what the nerve poisoning their 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 former spies in England with nerve gas and perfume bottles. Mm-hmm. They have their beaming microwaves at diplomat heads. What else? <sighs> and uh, and then here's what I want I want to close with, which is, um, do you use any? Um, like uh, on your phone, any music streaming apps? Um, I I have Spotify. Um, I don't use it a lot, uh, but I but I have Spotify. Um, I don't use iHeartRadio. I did it one time. I don't use that anymore. Uh, a Pandora I have. I haven't used that in a while, but I do have Pandora. So does Spotify let you? Because like Pandora was like it was it was supposed to be like radio, and that you couldn't. You could create playlists, but you couldn't actually listen to specific songs. They were trying to get around like licensing, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. royalty problems. With Pand- so they, it's with, like you couldn't say with Pandora, you can create a, a radio based on an artist. Like let's say I want to create U two radio, yeah. and they'll play. They usually open with the U two song, but you can't ever say, "Oh, I want to listen to this particular song." Yeah. By I can't listen to one by U two. I might get with or without you, and then it'll give me artists similar to you two. I'll get Simple Minds from there. And all that right, shit. Yeah. but on Spotify you can do that. Yes, yes, you can do specific playlists, specific songs. Yes, specific songs. So now I subscri- I'm a subscriber to. I get it used to be called Rhapsody. Now it's an Appster. I've been a subscriber to that for years. Um, so what I've noticed recently, this is my conspiracy theory. I'm attempting to out. It's that. Because they're trying to save money. If you put in a song, if you do a search, especially if it's like a 70 or 80s hit, like an obscure song, mm-hmm. the first thing that comes up is not the song itself, but in fact, a really odd cover version of that song. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I lately we've been listening to some disco, so I put in 
Don't Rock the Boat. Okay. Remember the song Don't Rock the Boat? Mm-hmm. Rock the Boat, Don't Rock the Boat, baby. Yeah. Now, it's by the, uh, one. I guess they're a one-hit wonder called the Hughes Corporation. Okay. But every time I put in Don't Rock the Boat, I get, actually, I get like a modern Don't Rock the Boat that's not that song, but then I, I get, these are always like very well-produced, very quality versions, cover versions, but they always come up and you have to like dig a little bit. In fact, if I don't even know the name, that it's the Hughes Corporations, I have trouble even finding the original. And my conspiracy theory is, in fact, that these companies are producing and they're hiring, they're hiring people to do cover versions that come up as the first search because it saves them money to pay royalties. Maybe they like do a song as a work for hire, so like they hire somebody to do the song, do the cover version, and then the, the, the like the studio band whoever. <coughs> so the cover does it for. The cover versions are from nobodies. They're like, like kids, yes. kids bops versions of songs. Yeah. You know? Or it's called like the classic orchestra. Now I have not noticed that on Spotify. Um, I have, but it's like rampant. It's rampant on Napster, where I get this cover, this obscure cover version, and, I, and my theory, my conspiracy is that they've hired somebody for a flat fee to do it, who has given up all rights, so that basically they don't have to pay the royalties for the original version. They are pushing people towards the songs that they don't have to pay royalties for. That would make actually complete and total sense because corporations are pretty disgusting most of the time. So yeah, I, I, I would believe that. I think that is a very, very solid reasoning behind that. So, and it's 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 in sort of an ethnic band because you can hear like the singer has some somewhat of an accent. I don't know if it's Hispanic or if it's Filipino, but like as as an aside, when I went on a cruise years ago, they tend to hire um, the musicians tend to be like Filipino bands. Mm-hmm. And when I was on I was on the cruise, there was there was a band. It was all Filipino guys, and they it were was Journey cover band. No, it was an Eagles. It was actually an Eagles cover. It's like every night I would go down and listen to them in the in the lounge, the Eagles cover band, and they were amazing. They were <laughs> yeah. freaking amazing. All Filipino Eagles cover band. It was they were so good. You, you got my Journey joke right. The lead singer of Journey is Filipino now. Yes, because oh, what is his name? I, um, I can't remember his name, but he was a karaoke singer and a cover guy. That, yeah. That, that, the uh, rock star in him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember his Arnez, name. Arnal or Arnez, what is his name? I don't, I don't know. Arnal. I mean, I can actually whip out his yeah. name. I'm, I'm not a um, huge Journey fan, so that's... I mean, they're solid. If I don't hear Don't Stop Believing ever again, I'm okay. So. Ar, Arna, uh, Arnel Pineda. Look at that. Okay. I could even... I wasn't cheating. I could come up with his first name. Her name. His name is Arnel. There you go. It there's is. He is. There's your point. I'm giving you the point for that, so now we're even. Boom. Oh, really? Yeah, you okay. got Arnell. Good. Good for you, the buddy. Singer, the lead singer. Well, good for and, you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it was, like, a really talented, like, Filipino cover band doing these songs. <laughs> um, I got a little, it's not real, I don't know if it's tinfoil hat. Oh, it's conspiracy. There's conspiracy there. So, yeah, it fits into our tinfoil hat conspiracy theory segment. Um, and it, it's one of those things. We've talked about it before. Trump is such a train wreck of a person that some of the really heavy-duty shit gets overlooked by the media because we're covering his stupid tweets and shit like that. Did you see the uh, the story that basically it looks like the United States was behind the, at- the attempted coup attempt uh, of Maduro's in Venezuela? 
no, I didn't see. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, if, do you remember? Really? Do you remember? Uh, it was about a month ago. There was like a. a yeah. A, oh no, I remember. Yeah. I remember because the last thing I saw was in fact, they the first they said it was a drone. Then they said it was actually just a gas explosion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we were behind that dude. <laughs> Seriously? Yes, yes. Go look it up. <laughs> we were behind. We we were back in the. But that's like we were back in the play of the people who were trying to do it. We 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 got ourselves involved huh. in that. Yeah, and it got. But is this this is this is conspiracy? This is not like this is not like USA Today, this, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post. This is like still conspiracy theory shit. No, this is reported. I mean, I call it. I call it conspiracy because they're a cons- uh, conspiracy by the United States uh, to to do this, but it, it it's been reported by respectable sources. Uh, uh, yeah. So let me see if I can find. Interesting. I'm gonna look that up. Let me see if I can find that. Wow. No, don't look it up now. Okay. No, no, we gotta get going. We're, we're at eleven o'clock. My wife's gonna yell at me. We gotta wrap. Yeah, it's from three days ago. Oh, a... Yeah, it, it, it's reported on CNN. U.S. officials secretly met with Venezuelan military officers plotting a coup. So, three days ago. Oh, I got. I'm gonna go read that. Yeah, yeah. I will read up on that. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, and so. I think it's time to wrap up things, and just a quick shout-out to our sponsors. This lovely episode has been brought to you by, of course, The Orville. The Orville, uh, starting pretty soon, I think, again on Fox. Uh, it's brought to you by Fudge. Fudge. Oh, Not only course, a delicious uh, bull- dessert, but a powerful behavior modification motivator. Ooh, Fudge. Behavior Fudge. Um, bull riding, of course. Bull, bull riding. riding. Bull riding. Um, uh, reruns of I Dream of Genie. The French Connection. Uh, Smokey and the Bandits. <laughs> and uh, oranges. And, giant oranges. Yeah, yeah. Giant, giant oranges. Not not, not little teeny Swim. ones, giant ones. So. <laughs> Swollen <laughs> testicles. And, of course, Nike. <laughs> Nike. Nike. Yeah. Um, swim lessons. Oh, child proof, uh, sw- swim proof your child, by all means, please. Yeah, yes, please. So... <laughs> Well, I think that about wraps it up. I think we've gone pretty long, and hopefully this podcast survives the damning new information that's come about our character that's come to light tonight. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Let's just hope. Cross our fingers. Yeah, yeah, we we might have a little PR to do. We might have some image repair up ahead of us, but uh, we're going to work towards a better tomorrow. So, and until that better tomorrow, this is Darren. And this is Ted. And you've been listening to What About Now? So what is this guy doing? Uh, oh man! Um, Hang on, let's start over. I guess the secret got out. Um, so wait, this wait, guy start, start over. A... Hang on. Hang on. Start over. Okay. Ready? And wait, wait. So what is this guy doing?